Chapter 18 Spoiler Reclaim Your Heart by Yasmin Mugahed In this chapter, we provide you a Ramadan special, where we review one section of the book titled Love and discuss together what we've learned. So let us discover a new perspective on love. My name is Hanin. Turn the page. Welcome to another chapter of Between the Pages. My name is Hanin. And my name is Nesma. Today we have something different for you. We're tackling a non-fiction book and only a chapter of it. It's not like the whole book. <clears throat> that is, is redundant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is for our Ramadan special, uh, Reclaim Your Heart by Yasmin Mugahid. Um, we thought it would be better if we tackled just one topic in the whole uh, book because there are a lot of heavy <laughs> topics and it topics. Is, but it's not so heavy. And you, you kept saying that, but I, when I read it, it was refreshing, like you said. <laughs> it is refreshing, but I thought it would be easier for us to jumpstart with mm-hmm. one idea rather than the whole the whole book, and so we can mm-hmm. talk about one specific thing. Mm-hmm. You know, for yeah. for us easier to have. Yeah, true. One theme, one idea. <laughs> so that will won't be too much, I guess. If we talk about every topic, it's about it's, the whole life of a person. So. It's our whole religion, <laughs> yes. basically. All our ways and all our... <laughs> <laughs> so we can do that. So that's very And difficult. I think we'll keep doing this in each Ramadan or in each Islamic occasion. Yes. So And if you guys it. have any other Islamic books to recommend us that we can tackle during Ramadan time, let us know. We would love to get to know yes, other sure. books. Something like Reclaim Your Heart, like something that's refreshing, as you said. Yeah. And it's like... Controversial. Yes. And non-judgmental. No, yeah, like non- it non-judgmental. Yeah. It doesn't judge you in a way. It makes you want to go the right path without feeling guilty. You yes, know? it says it, it states everything objectively. Exactly. Like some yes. people do that. Allah said this, and you and you have your mind to put it to wrap your mind around it. Yes, yeah. exactly. And what I like about this book is that it relates to each and every person separately. Like we we all know that one thing we do wrong in our lives, and we always have that in the back of our heads, or maybe even we deny doing it. When you read Reclaim Your Heart, I love how it suddenly pops up into your head. Mm-hmm. Like suddenly you're aware of what you're doing wrong. Sometimes you want to hide from it. <laughs> you do, exactly. And yeah. um, Yasmin Mugahed really tackles this. Like she takes your, she feels, you feel like you, she's taking your hand mm-hmm. and making you get up slowly step and by le- step leads you step by step into the right direction exactly without pulling you yeah. you know without without pushing you and forcing you like you know? the, the topic love it had it's the title love and it has like several topics under it yes and each topic takes you a level higher into what she wants to tell you in the end yes you know mm-hmm. or, or towards the right big the big right thing you know yes <laughs> and i like that it was like so i'm accepting a small thing and then i'm questioning a bigger thing and then i'm accepting a bigger bigger thing you know it's like that until it's a step-by-step it, it, guide basically yes, basically yeah. yeah one thing that's so heartwarming about um reclaim your heart it's that 
it's showing you what's really important you know mm. it's showing you we have this so the the chapter love um really talks about um what we have to separate from dunya basically the world we live in mm-hmm. and to really really see the the goal you know and yeah and reclaim your heart really the overall goal of this book is to make you see how or how, how to detach it's teaching you how to detach yourself from el hawa and dunya and mm-hmm. it's like um your desires all yeah. that all the like materialistic things that we all strive for or how she said in the book when we have a new car we can update to another car and or get a laptop get another laptop or mm-hmm. you know it's like things we can upgrade in our lives and we always feel like we we need something to fill this emptiness but this emptiness should only be filled with one thing and that is Allah. So yes. that's literally the whole message of this mm-hmm. chapter. And I liked how she took us there. To, yes. To acknowledging our desires, acknowledging that they that we are human, that you we know? are human and we're we're not just going to be here in dunya and the dunya is less than the what we're going to have after in not in the afterlife or like you know yes and that we have to like be sensible about it basically yes. <laughs> like we know we should know that everything that we do is for Allah and everything that we achieve is because of Allah and in the end we just want to transition from here to heaven and that this can't be done like most of most people do things because of their feelings you know about it their needs and wants their needs and And these needs and wants are an attachment you know yes and the attachment happens like from the heart you 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 love this thing you feel satisfaction you feel you feel you feel from doing this you know and in the end i guess you should just acknowledge that this is all for a lie you know Mm -hmm. and i like that there was this chapter uh, like part of the chapter by the end where she says fall in love with the real thing yes and um, i love that one yeah i love that one it was so it was a revelation like yes she acknowledged that it's so hard to let go of something you love and uh, something you want and what if this want is allah doesn't like or what if you love something that allah doesn't love and then she just said that, that it's simple like find something better yes <laughs> and i've been trying to do that actually like when i read quran now because we're in ramadan i hope i keep on reading it always <laughs> and that is the something better you know for exactly. us me and you we love reading and we, we read, love it <laughs> and we read a lot of love novels and romantic stories but actually there is another kind of love in allah's book in quran and a way of life basically that would fill us more than than these books but yeah. i mean acknowledging that and knowing that you, you should reach that level is, is it's hard but like it's a step knowing it you know yes <laughs> i really know how you feel it's very scary and like confrontational mm-hmm. you know like you're finally face to face with your mistakes and your your life basically your life decisions yeah and you're there resonating into like how can i better myself how can i 
not like I don't want to say quit because <laughs> quitting is hard. Yeah. But like ease out of it mm-hmm. step by step. You know. And the way she did it, she she was like, it's okay that you're like that. Now there is something better. Yes. So try and go there. You know. Yes. It's not like. It, like she's not why did you do that mm-hmm. that is wrong you're a terrible person there was no such thing like she made you feel human and there is okay. wrong and humans do wrong so yes. there is right go to the, towards the right you know yes yeah. yes exactly that you've made a mistake and now it's it's time to better yourself but here is the thing i with our religion once we're aware of when we're doing something wrong when you still go back to it and still do it it's something else other than not being aware of what wrong you did. Like, mm. Mm. this is, you know, like, like, like now, you know, okay, mm-hmm. now you should not do it. <laughs> and this is the scary part, basically, because yeah. detaching yourself from that thing that you love to do. Like she, like Yasmin Mugahed said in the, in the book is pretty hard to do. Mm-hmm. It is hard. <laughs> it is. But it's, um, inshallah, inshallah, God will help us to yeah. get better. And it w- and he wouldn't be harsh with us like the ayah she mentioned. <laughs> oh, yes. Like, I want to get it, actually. Okay. Here, I found it. Hmm. Of such a person says, Allah says, Do you see such a one as takes his own vain desires, Hawa, as his Lord? Allah has, knowing him as such, left him astray and sealed his hearing and his heart and put a cover on his sight. Yeah. So even those who who are, like, attached to their desires don't get to detach themselves because Allah doesn't, doesn't will them to, to detach, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. He wants them to be astray. And this is the scariest of the whole <laughs> thing. Yes. It's like when God wills you to be detached, you are, you will be detached. Yeah. Like there's no way around it. But it's, it's this thing where like Allah knows what's in our hearts more than we do. Yes. So here he, he saw our heart and knew that we wouldn't. So he doesn't let us, you know, maybe hmm. it, it's scary. It's difficult so to let's address hope, Allah that like this doesn't happen inshallah. to anyone and yes. that we always see and find the will to fill to change yeah only those who are patient shall shall receive their reward in full without reckoning or measure (sighs) the last a i mentioned in the love chapter (laughs) (laughs) so yeah it takes a lot of patience actually with yourself with because we 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 will still make mistakes Okay. Yeah. We we are still human after all, but it's the fact what you do after you make the mistake. Do you do you try not to do it again? You know, and do you for, do you ask for forgiveness? Mm. And you know, this is something we talked about before we started recording. Uh, the forgiveness thing. Yeah. It's so um, dangerous. You know, once you think you're not worthy of forgiveness. You can always ask for forgiveness with Allah. Allah is forgiving. And whatever you did, it's always good to go back to Allah and ask for forgiveness rather than believing you're not worthy of it. Because once you believe you're not worthy of it, there's this 
influence of mm. shaitan inside you which is telling you don't ask god's forgiveness don't yeah. better yourself don't so it's like so wrong... i guess then we're met with the harsh allah al-gabbar where like خلاص بقى احنا مش شايفين ولا yes. yes yeah so we should always ask for forgiveness we should always go back to allah even if we go astray we should mm. always go back i think yeah it's always this is a first for us to do this yeah <laughs> i hope we're doing well <laughs> i hope you're still with us <laughs> if you are thank you <laughs> and like if you have something to say definitely say it in the comments of if you're on on youtube or in our social media pages we'd like to hear what you have to say <laughs> yeah because we're not we're no experts <laughs> we're no. just like thinking there so i guess um What would go with our podcast, basically? We read novels. And in this book, she referenced a classics, like with the Great like Expectations. Yes. Yeah. And she drew my attention to something like, wow. <laughs> All love stories teach us that we can't live without our significant other. That yes. once you fall in love, this is the end. And that's... Happily ever happily after. Happily ever after. And... You've yeah. achieved and everything. Exactly. Yes. And she challenges that. And she's right. This isn't... <laughs> like, this isn't what life is about. This isn't why God made us. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And... We get, like, wrapped up in this image of um, finding love. And mm -hmm. even finding the kind of love we read in, in, in books in or, books or, or, like... mo or see in movies. But it's not like that. Even like marriage basically or any relationship is a partnership. Even mm -hmm. like there's like this mutual thing going on, even if it's not pure love, you know. Yeah. And it's good if it's not pure love. Like you said, if you if it uh -huh. is like the kind of love in the books, in the books then we remove the love from our hearts and put that person in. And it's then, all consuming. Yes, it's all consuming and... After a while, we wouldn't be happy because this person can give us everything that Allah can give us. And it can't, or this person can give us nothing. And if they don't give us what we need, which Allah can give us in return, we we break as a human being. Yeah. You know, like suicide then, you know, like mm -hmm. people, there was this woman who, uh, who killed her, like, Yasmin Muge had mentioned her um, killing herself after not, After 13 years of not being able to have children. Uh, children, yeah. Um, another one jumped off a bridge because his girlfriend broke up with him. So it's like this this kind of love is a terrible, the terrible kind of love, mm -hmm. you know? It's always... Okay, this, this, this brings us back to like the feminist ideal, you know? Mm -hmm. um, which I thought I wanted to address here is um, that... You don't need someone to complete you, okay? Yeah. We have this idea, like, nowadays where we, like, I don't need a man in my life to tell me what to do. Or, you know, <laughs> like, you know, things like um, uh, being dependent on someone else. Um, but Yasmin Mogahed in uh, her book here just adds another thing to it. You know, she says, okay, you don't need someone to complete you, but... You need Allah to be complete. On your, yes. yes, you need Allah to be complete. Mm -hmm. You don't need your husband, your your father, your mother to feel complete. You don't need your siblings for that. The only thing you need in your life to feel complete is Allah. 
and fill your your heart with Allah of what of his teachings of your feelings for gratitude for him for his ways for and, his way yes. yeah and okay let's look at the idea of um, this uh, mating kind of love that we read about in books and like are so fascinated with i <laughs> i mean like allah had his aya of of this where he created mates for us wait i want to get it it's in the first one it was repeated several times actually Yes, it was like three times or something. Mm. Okay, like I mean, God did create mates for us. He says here, and of his signs is that he created for you from yourselves mates that you may find tranquility in them. And he placed between you affection and mercy. Indeed, in that are signs for a people who give thought. What I guess after reading this chapter is she... For a minute there, I thought that what she was saying is the opposite of that in a way that we shouldn't depend that we would have a soulmate and like, uh, and that this would be our happily ever, uh, happily ever after or our the ending of our story. Actually, it, we should think about it as a beginning. And I think she said that. Yes. Uh, and be secure in the idea that Yes, God created mates for us where we would find tranquility with them, but don't lose track. Yes, this, this isn't the goal. The, the goal is to acknowledge this. Yes, God created like this feeling of tranquility and love between these two souls. So we would find peace in our lives. Like, yes, it's it's this circle, you know, it's just this isn't on its own, you know, like we shouldn't detach this from the idea and no. This is because of Allah as well. <laughs> yes. Know? Yeah. Wonderfully said. <laughs> there was another thing that mm-hmm. we wanted to address was in Love is in the Air, there was this paragraph that was talking about so often we think that Allah only tests us with hardships. But this isn't true. Allah also tests us with ease. Mm. He tests us with naim, blessings, and with the things we love. And it is often in these tests that so many of us fail. We fail because when Allah gives us these blessings, we unwittingly turn them into false idols of the heart. This, like, this is probably the most paragraph that's stuck in my mind because mm-hmm. I'm always. This, this is scary as this well. Is, this is scary as well. Okay, so <laughs> hear me out. <laughs> so there was this... Um, I wanted to refer back to Kenji when I when I read this paragraph. Mm-hmm. Remember when I said I found it weird when Kenji was saying out loud how thankful... He did say th- how thankful, thankful he was. Thankful, I'm grateful. He keeps saying I'm, I'm grateful. grateful. Yeah. I'm grateful. And it's like, this is, subhanAllah, this is what we should do as well. <laughs> you know, we should always acknowledge that every blessing, everything we have in our lives is just because of Allah is giving it to us. And sometimes we forget. Mm-hmm. Um, in my head, I'm always, when I when I get something or receive something or when I achieve something, there's always this moment where my mom or my dad tell me, oh, don't forget to uh, say du'a when, you, when you're praying or to thank Allah. I was like, without them, I'd probably forget, mm-hmm. which is the sad part, yeah. <laughs> you know? And yeah. I'm always like, I should be more aware of that, you yeah. know? I should be more 
um, conscious of what's around me and thank Allah for what I have and the blessings I receive and your achievements and like not uh, say that you did this because of your because of how hard effort. I studied yes. or and yes yeah you should remember that you reached this because of Allah you 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 did effort because even if like we mm -hmm. said even if uh, you studied for example you studied hard day and night day mm -hmm. and night and you studied very well if you don't have Allah on your side you will never succeed you yeah know? if you don't and even if you don't get the grade Allah knows that you will need something later else on or that would have led you to something else. to something worse bad i mean yes so yeah so it's like what what god wills happens mm -hmm. so this is like and also there i guess there is another perspective to this part which is um the word dependent made me think for example we get dependent on money yes you know we yes. get dependent on um the hour we spend watching a TV show to relax, we get dependent on, you know, on something God gave us, and we make that our relief in a way, not our, mm, okay, you know, yes. not being thankful to God or not being, uh, not taking like a moment of the day to be aware. Be with God, yes, you know, be with God, yeah. Like you know, you just depend on on things in our daily life and forget that these are yes because of Allah mm -hmm. and. That these know, are not a lot. Yeah. These aren't, aren't going to keep satisfying us forever, you know. You know, one thing I keep um, trying to remind myself is when we pray, mm -hmm. you know. Um, sometimes we, we make it a task mm. instead, of, instead of like a thing to re relax, you know. Yeah. It's like... And get all the negativity when yes. you do so good and like yes you know it's, and it's like sometimes mm -hmm. we we're like busy with something or we and it becomes one of the tasks you know yes. it's like one thing i have to get done you know yes and, and it's uh and i think it's like sad <laughs> even though we pray mm -hmm. maybe we should make this part of our day where we switch off our mind try not to get distracted which happens <laughs> Often enough, probably, yeah. because we're still thinking about that thing we have to do when we're praying. In dunya. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Which shouldn't matter in the moment. And um, this is one of the things that could help us be aware. Because it's something you already do during the day. Mm -hmm. So why not make it more meaningful, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Plus, with it, you can, like, read Quran 10 minutes per day or 15 minutes. But I mean, like... Maybe you don't have time to do that. I mean, since we already have to pray, <laughs> you can already make it more special. Yes, yes, you're right. So, the last chapter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the marriage one. The marriage one. That's the, co the controversial part I was referring to. <laughs> yes, that is the controversial one. So, Yasmin Wogge had kind of had a point in this chapter. Mm -hmm. But there's something that is just... <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I understand what she was trying to say, but I feel like it doesn't fit every couple or mm -hmm. I don't think this is the solution to all of the relationship problems. Yeah. Okay, overall, she said men need res need to receive respect and women need to receive love. If one of them doesn't receive what they need, the relationship will escalate. Like, there will be fights and there will be like... You know, when you're fighting, you're not really fighting about the thing you're fighting. It's something else, mm. you know, mm. like you, we would you know, know we're not married, but like, yeah, <laughs> from the novels, from the right, novels. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, like, um, why didn't you put uh, this and why didn't you do this and this and this, you know, mm. like, 
she starts, a woman can maybe start focusing on the little things rather than just saying, I need attention, I need love, mm. you know, because asking for that is pretty straightforward. Yeah. <laughs> Give me attention. <laughs> you know, it's almost like a cat. <laughs> you know, a cat starts like throwing tantrums when they don't receive attention, like they mm. start breaking things. Like, cats start breaking things. And yeah. so, yeah, it wouldn't be straightforward. That's what mm -hmm. we're... So, saying. what she said also in the book is that even though maybe if the woman doesn't receive love, she should still respect her husband. And if the man doesn't receive the respect he needs from his wife, he st should still love her. Because it's like, what you have to do in a relationship? <laughs> I can't remember what she said exactly. Um, yeah. It's difficult to explain because it's it's not as easy as that, is mm -hmm. it? No, it's not. Because it's you you both need to receive what you need. And if you're not receiving it, should you still give that other person what they're not giving? Like, you understand what I mean? Because yeah. we're human, okay? Mm -hmm. We hold grudges, okay? Mm -hmm. We always have this feeling of... Um, why why do i deserve why do i deserve this you know mm. or should i should i do something should i not do something and it's like if i don't receive something out of a relationship why should i give that person my attention mm -hmm. you know yeah but i guess she's trying to tell us that we should be above that you know mm. we should be um we should not hold grudges we should be objective to it all uh, maybe it's hard but you get the overall overall idea of what i mean it's yeah. difficult once you don't receive love in a relationship you still have to give respect so it's like i don't receive love but i should still respect you but it's you know if, if it's if it's an abusive relationship i can understand mm. but if it's like a day or two where your significant other isn't giving you the love you need or whatever then yeah then uh, give else, him the respect that's give fine, him the yeah. respect it's fine but if he it's needs like, it right now more than you need love in a way yeah. exactly but if it's something over time where i don't receive love over a long period of time like months or years on end and i still respect that like where's your where's your pride <laughs> where's your human pride like as a person how yeah. do you still stay in that relationship but i guess she was t talking about like the perfect marriage where there's like a give and take mm. i give you what you need and you give me what i need so it's like we love each other kind of thing so in that way i will totally agree with you and it's it's very um clever because mm. women do need love and I guess men don't need love as much as women do. Yeah. <laughs> We're more emotional creatures. <laughs> wow. All right. Anyway, so I guess that what we have learned from this chapter, and of course, it needs another reading and more thought. Yes. And like, go ahead and And this was only one yeah. section of the whole book. Like, mm. this is only the love chapter. There's uh, the hardships. There's um, something else. Attachments. Attachments. There are, like, other... Um, topics that are still open for discussion that we still want to tackle inshallah yeah, in the future in the future yeah but this was it for today yeah <laughs> happy ramadan happy ramadan ramadan kareem <laughs> thank you for making it to the end of this chapter this was our first ramadan special and hopefully not our last let us know what other suggestions of islamic books you would like us to review and discuss in the future for next chapter however we will review the book Bastard of Istanbul by the famous author Elif Shafak. Ramadan Karim!
We post every second Monday. My name is Nesma. Mark the page for chapter 19.